Hey everybody and welcome to Savvy Talk with your host Maha Abluneen. Hey Maha, how's it going? Good, how are you? Well, first of all, how was your trip? It was good. I went skiing. I saw some mountains. I got out some fresh air. I'm like, the pandemic is ending, so I need to spend as much time as I can in nature and with this downtime working remotely as long as we can before we have to go back to like crazy life, which I'm kind of nervous about. I'm really nervous. I just like how everything is so quality and quiet and I'm worried about the mayhem that it's about to ensue. <laughs> it's interesting, isn't it? Like how our thinking has completely changed. So now we're kind of cherishing all of these little things and suddenly there's this realization that, oh, wow, okay, we'll have to like kind of go back to things and kind of run around everywhere. And... Don't get me wrong. I, I want to have life back to normal. Exactly. I just love the, the things that we learned about ourselves and the quality of life and how we appreciate things and just how tremendously grateful we are for our health and for the small things in life. And I just don't want to lose that. And um, so, no, I'm excited to hug people and see people again. <laughs> but course, yeah. I want to just make sure that we stick to some of the values that we really found and discovered that meant so much. So we're going to be going back to work. And one of the things I want to talk about today is kind of like managers and employees and really building your career. Because I get a lot of questions about this. And you know, viewpoints on what makes a good manager, what are some tips that employees should be doing in order to, you know, report up to their managers or to have their work be seen. So I think it'd be really fun to talk today about some of the things that I've learned and some of the observations I have about managers and workers and employees and independent people um, and share some of that insights with everybody today. Yeah. And a lot of that I'm, I'm assuming as well has changed a lot because of last year and it's kind of how what was traditionally in terms of being a good manager also, but also being a good employee has also changed a little bit. Yeah. I mean, you think about a manager today is not just somebody who's there to do your performance review. Your manager is really someone who's there to help guide your career and help you move along in the things that you want to do in your life and from a work perspective. So the manager is somebody who should be a coach somebody who's motivating you, somebody who's helping you become a high performer, someone who's helping you learn a lot of things that you want to learn about the job or your skills. And most importantly, the manager should be there to help grow you as a person, like give you opportunities to new challenges, give you opportunities to learn new skills, uh, give you problems to solve. So I got really lucky in my career when I was younger, um, early in my career, as I had a really strong manager who taught me a lot of good basic skills. And that was a really big foundation for me. She was my first boss and my first full-time job. She was tough as nails, but man, did I learn so much from her. And, and I got really lucky that I had several good managers in a row. And that's what really shaped me and my career. And I got very fortunate. Um, they say that, you know, people don't leave companies, people leave people. So like, if you have a bad manager, you're likely to leave that company. Absolutely. So when you're interviewing for a job, really spend some time getting to know your manager, know their management style, understand what are some of the things that they look for in team member? How do they lead and grow their people? Are they more micromanagers with hands-on? Do they leave you to grow and give you problems to solve yourself? You really need to find out what is that management style that they have and also have self-awareness. What are some of the things that you 
are like it a manager? Like, do you want more support? Do you want to be left alone? It's really difficult to understand what makes a good manager unless you know yourself as an employee. Yeah, and I, I really like that analogy. Like, the manager is more like a coach than a, than someone who's just doing performance reviews, which is very important. Um, so let's spin that around a little bit, right? Let's talk about the manager side of things as well. So I think it's important for a manager to realize as well that his job is not only, his or her job is not only to be someone who's just reviewing people, uh, but actually enabling them. So what would be your advice for them? To be honest with you, the number one skill that a manager needs to have and that employees really, really want and crave is someone who has a high level of emotional intelligence. So people don't just want to feel it's less about doing great work and more about feeling good about the work that they're doing. Are they satisfied in their job? Do they fit in with the culture? Do they have affiliation with coworkers? Do they feel they're contributing? Are they adding value to the bottom line of the organization? And do they feel part of a team? So the emotional intelligence factor at work is more important now than ever, especially like during COVID, we're working remotely. We don't have that face-to-face -face interaction. So we're really relying on emotional intelligence to carry us and emotional intelligence to help us understand what's the best way to bring our whole selves to work. Before, we never talked about emotions at work. We never talked about mental health at work. We never talked about our political views at work. We never talked about where we stood on an issue. But now it's, it's common because that's who we are as people and that's who we are as humans. And that's the emotional intelligence part of work that you're seeing every day that's at the office on Zoom and in work situations today. Yeah, and it's something we've talked about from a company point of view, right? The companies can no longer just stay silent and, and pass issues by. They have to and occasionally comment on things, right? And on social media and so on. And so that, again, comes out from, uh, that is an internal thing, ultimately. Uh, it comes out from the employees at the company, comes out from the managers and how that culture operates. Yeah, I think one of the things too, Shadag, that I think a lot of people ask me about, like in terms of like as an employee, we talked a little bit now about managers and some of the skills or traits that we think they should have, you know, being a coach, focusing on emotional intelligence, motivating your employees, making sure that you're there to support them, not just in the work, but at the other parts of their job that, are, you know, they feel are, are important to them, like affiliation, friendships, being part of a team and adding value. But let's talk a little bit about the employee side. Like what are some of the things that you need to be doing if you want your manager to see your work or if you want to know what's the best way to communicate with your manager, you really should set those kind of ground rules up front. Like I remember I always just say like, what's the best way for me to update you? Do you want to have like a weekly email with some bullet points? Do you want to have a 15 minute weekly meeting for me to run through some of the things that have happened? Do you want a text message? Like everybody's different. Um, and so you have to find out what's the right way to communicate with your manager that fits their schedule. And it also gives them the right time for them to get the appropriate information that they need about you. The second thing is don't be afraid to ask for things. I think a lot of people are like, well, my manager didn't assign me to that project. But what about if you have a job and you're doing a great job at your job? And then you ask to spend a little bit of time on a special project just to learn and add value. So at Google, they used to have this thing called 20% time where yep. you should spend 20% of your time working on something else not related to your core job, either something you're passionate about, a project in the company that you wanted to volunteer to sign up to help with, or something that you just wanted to study and learn because you think it'll help you do your current job. So I think not being afraid to ask your manager if there's anything you can step up on, if there's something that you can support, but only after you're delivering on your core skills and your core job. That's very important.
I think it's one of those things as well, like uh, as, a, as a manager, when you, when you have a team or you're working with a team, that's what you notice ultimately, right? The guy, the person that is coming and communicating with you, the person that is coming out and telling you, hey, I'd love to, or showing that initiative to say, hey, I'd love to spend maybe 10% of my time on something that I want to learn something new on or work on a certain project. I mean, that's, that's what uh, absolutely gets you noticed. And I think uh, considering right now with a lot of remote work and stuff, I think these communications are very important. I think the last thing I just want to talk about is a little about, about, you know, contributions and appreciation. People have different things that drive them. Some people are driven by money. Some people are driven, driven by titles. Some people are driven by what they're actually working on, uh, the size of the team that they're managing, the scope of the projects that they're overseeing. Sometimes just showing appreciation can go a long way. So, you know, a lot of people will do surveys on what do you see for employee satisfaction, you know, acknowledging those contributions, giving credit in public, uh, you know, telling someone, I appreciate you, that you're part of the team. That can go a long way to motivating somebody to like working the extra mile or putting the extra hours and that they need to get in, you know, looking at what are the milestones that they're trying to achieve and did they have any unexpected results that really stood out, making sure that you reward that or you, you know, recognize that that could go a really, really long way. Yeah. I was actually having a conversation with somebody uh, this week uh, and that's what they said. You know, there was a team meeting, there was management present. And when they were going through the deck, uh, their manager actually put their name on one of the slides to say, hey, I want to give a shout out this week to this person because they went above and beyond and did a really great job on a certain project. And they were like, yeah, was, not only was it unexpected, but it was just such a nice thing, especially at a time like this when, you know, working on long, uh, long, long projects, especially remotely, we're not getting to interact with people like that was that little delight moment that they had. Yeah, I think the last thing is if you are unsure what motivates your team members or employees? It's really simple. Ask them. Ask them what is it that they care about so that you know as a manager that you're playing to everyone's different needs. Because some people just want to be silent soldiers and work on their own and come up for air if they have a problem. But some people really need that interaction or that hand-to-hand combat or that camaraderie and teamwork. So the easiest way to understand what your employees want or need in terms of motivation or support or structure in their workday or structure for their projects is to simply ask them. And having that one-on-one time with the employee is super, super essential for that. Awesome. I think those are some amazing tips. Um, I look forward to hearing from everybody in, in terms of how these tips may have helped them or how they're intending to um, incorporate them into their work life. And of course, if you want to get hold of Maha, ask her questions or, or throw some ideas as well, you can do that by messaging her on Instagram at Digital and Savvy or at Maha Gabber. And we'll see you again next time. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, everybody.